Hey guys, it's Leo Stargazer. I'm here today with our astrological guide to the week. This is for the week of December 17th through December 23rd, 2023. After I go over the astrology in a little bit more detail, I will be doing a tarot card reading where we will focus on the solstice and the Kazemi by doing a past, present, and future reading. But first, the astrology. So this week, the light begins to grow and we begin to utilize our insights to enhance the vibrancy of our future. That's how I see this week. That's how I view the overarching theme of the week. And what I'm seeing that's guiding me towards this vision, towards these themes, is that this week we have the sun moving into Capricorn giving us the winter solstice. That happens on Thursday. We also have the sun and Mercury making a conjunction, giving us a Mercury Kazemi. That happens on Friday in Capricorn. And then right after that, Mercury retrogrades back into Sagittarius, where the sun just came from. And throughout the week, we have the moon also growing bright. We have a waning, we have a waxing crescent moon, excuse me, followed by a first quarter moon and then a waxing gibbous moon. So the moonlight growing, the moon blooming and blossoming, this winter solstice, which signifies that days are going to be longer, the sun will shine brighter and longer on our days. And then Mercury Retrograde in review, going back into bright, vibrant, optimistic Sagittarius gives us some guidance, some focus, and some balance to this blooming, bright vibrancy coming from the solstice and the waxing moon. So like I said, the solstice and the moon hint on different levels and in different ways based on different cycles that the light is starting to shine brighter and longer. What we do with that, how we're able to actualize that vibrancy, how we're able to use it for our intentions that we've set is all going to depend on how we respond to Mercury's retrograde. The lessons we learn from that retrograde, the lessons we carry with us as Mercury moves from Capricorn into Sagittarius, when we start transitioning the review process from review of responsibility into more of a review of our goals. As we use the solstice to not only remember and lock into the lessons we've learned from the year, but to look forward to a new year, to look forward to the light blooming, and along with the moon, growing as well, shining brighter as well in a more intimate, more localized cycle. With all of this light, with all of this growth, this all of this potential, all of this learning, we are locking into lessons. We are utilizing and transforming those lessons into intentions. And then we are starting to take a good look or get a really good look at how those intentions should begin to be activated as we head into a new solar cycle, a new lunar cycle, and a new year in general. This is a really beautiful moment and a really beautiful week to think about the light shining on your goals. Hopefully you've already set goals and intentions for this lunar cycle and for this upcoming new year. But if you haven't, use the insight you get from that Mercury Kazemi on Friday. Use the sun's vibrant interaction with Mercury 
to settle in on an intention. The moon will be big and beautiful by that point, and we will have already had the winter solstice, meaning that the days will start to get a little bit longer day by day. The sun shining just a little bit brighter every day. But you can still set intentions big and small, and you should. If you already have, then this Kazemi is a really great time to get insight onto how you can manifest those intentions in a more vibrant way. The winter solstice is doing that as well. As the light shines brighter, we get more clarity and more warmth and more vibrancy added to our goals and intentions. So it's a beautiful time of year. It's a beautiful moment for review. All of these things happening at the same time, along with this moon blooming and with the Mercury Kazemi, there's this call for a focus on vibrancy. Now, it'll take a while for the sun to shine as brightly as it's going to. The moon still has a little ways to go before it's full. And Mercury's retrograde won't end until the first of the year. So we have time to watch this light grow slowly. But we can encourage it and enhance it if we start to think about how we can utilize the lessons we're learning from Mercury's retrograde in order to actualize our intentions in honor of the solstice and in honor of the lunar cycle. The new moon was in Sagittarius. Mercury's going back into Sagittarius. The sun is just leaving Sagittarius. So let's honor Sagittarius and the lessons we learned from Sagittarius season and the lessons we'll continue to learn from Mercury's retrograde back through Sagittarius to look forward while also locking into lessons learned. To keep it simple, the solstice brings light and warmth day by day. The waxing moon reminds us of intentions, but also how light can guide us towards a beautiful completion. And the Mercury Kazemi gives us insight into how we can combine all of that to honor Sagittarius and the solstice and look towards the future. Let's use this moment, let's use the growing light to actualize our potential, actualize our intentions. Okay, with all of that in mind, let's start our tarot reading. We're approaching the end of the year, but at this point in the month, I want us to try to keep things simple, try to keep things focused. So this week, I'll be doing a more fundamental spread. We will be doing a thinking, feeling, and doing spread to just get a general idea for the week so we don't go too far overboard with overthinking. I want us to kind of try to keep it simple, so let's do that. With that in mind, as I shuffle, just take a deep breath, center yourself and try to bring calm and focus. Okay, let's see what we are thinking, feeling, and doing this week. In thinking, the card that I draw is the Two of Pentacles reversed, thinking. Okay, what are we feeling then? The world reversed. Okay. <laughs> if those are our thoughts and feelings, what are we doing? Hmm. The wheel of fortune reversed. Okay. All reversals. Two major arcana cards in reverse. So <laughs> if simplicity and pragmatism was my initial intention, it seems that that may be hard to come by because there are some pretty deep archetypal things happening here. 
So ultimately, I'm glad I chose a more simple spread so that we can really focus in on each element in each card. And starting at the beginning, the card I drew in thinking was the Two of Pentacles reversed. This is showing me that our thoughts may be unbalanced. Our thoughts may be trying to hold on to two things and not being able to even hold on to one of them. Um, this idea that we're not really enjoying the balancing act, this idea that we're sometimes when we're trying to balance a bunch of things, especially in our thoughts, we can enjoy it. The card reverse shows that we're having trouble with that either trouble with just the balance in general, or this idea that the dynamism in that just isn't fun anymore. I think it definitely says that our thoughts, though, again, I want to try to always bring it back to the simple. Our thoughts are unbalanced. There is an imbalance in our thoughts. I think a lot of that has to do with our emotions and how we're feeling. And in feeling, we got the world reversed. The world reversed is still the world. So it's still beautiful and full of promise. But it, when it shows up in reverse, especially in a feeling position, especially when the thinking position showed imbalance, the world reversed can imply that we're probably focusing too much on something completing. We're trying, we're probably trying to get to the end, the end of the year, the end of the week too quickly. And we're missing out on the more important nuance, especially the emotional nuance. What that means is that we are missing a bunch of really, really beautiful feelings because we're too focused either on trying to balance all of our thoughts or more likely on trying to rush forward and missing out on the present, the beauty and the promise and the completion in the present. So what are we doing with these thoughts and feelings? Well, according to this spread, in the doing position, we got the wheel of fortune reversed. Showing that we are not accepting the turning of the wheel. We are not accepting the hands of fate. We are not accepting the cards dealt. We need to. We need to accept how things turn out. We need to accept what we're given and what is taken. We need to accept it because the beauty of the world is promised to us. We are able to balance our thoughts. We have access to the beauty of the world in our feelings. We just have to accept that. We have to accept how things are now to make them better in the future. If you're focusing on just wishing things were better, if you're focusing on just wishing that you were already somewhere else, if you're too focused on what's to come and not on what is, you won't be able to have balanced thoughts, you won't be able to be balanced in your thinking, and you won't be able to access the gifts of the world. I wanted to keep this really simple. And I think very simply, having the Wheel of Fortune show up in reverse here says that what we need to do this week is accept how things are to open ourselves up to the future. Accept your current situation so you can have the gifts of the world. This card upright is the promise of the week. We just have to accept it. Okay, so after going over the astrology and after seeing that tarot reading, I think What's really clear is that we need to accept the present moment. We need to really find out how to balance the past and the future right now. Learn the lessons we need to learn, activate them in the present, and then utilize that knowledge and insight to manifest our intentions. But that starts from a place of accepting the present moment. We don't want to get lost in the past or the future. So let's all this week try to stay present. I'll be right there with you. Happy winter solstice. 
I hope you have a wonderful week. See you next time.